The ESPN San Antonio Audio Vault is powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. 210-225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's R&R in the morning. He's Rudy, I'm Rob. If you're dialing in and watching us live... About 7 o'clock, you'll see Carolina Teague. If you haven't gotten to your devices that you can, go there quickly. I recommend headed to our YouTube channel, San Antonio Sports Star. But if you're on Facebook or Twitter, wherever it might be, we're glad you're with us. And Carolina Teague is here, too. Hello, Carolina. How are you today? I'm doing good. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. We have the Oklahoma City Thunders on the docket tonight. The Spurs coming off a tough loss, one that was um, one of those incremental growth kind of games. Yeah. One of those things we wanted to see from the Spurs. And don't necessarily win to get yourself out of that playoff bubble and playoff ping pong ball scenario, but get better at the same time. And I think they did that. But we're not looking at the same team tonight. This is an Oklahoma City team that we need to beat. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. For a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, uh, main reason is because, well, for me, the main reason is because I want Coach Popovich to be the most winningest head coach of all time. <laughs> that and the too. The faster we get there, the better. So that's one of the main reasons. And plus, it is good to see how the Spurs are now developing without Derek White as one of their main starters. So it's going to be really interesting to see how everything plays out tonight. She is Carolina Teague, our Spurs inside. The Spurs are at the Thunders tonight as they take on a uh, a, uh, a Thunder team that's racing to the bottom where the Spurs are racing to figure out who the hell they are. Uh, Josh Richardson was, you know, found himself a San Antonio Spur now, used to be a, an outsider. Are we expecting to see some of the uh, new guys begin to step onto the court starting tonight? Um, I don't expect them to see them on the court. Actually, you know what? I do expect to see them on the court. There's, there's kind of like back and forth. Greg mm-hmm. Popovich did say we should expect them to see them soon. So I do expect to see Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford. So we'll see what happens. Carl, what do you think, Carl? Do you expect to see him tonight? Mm, good question. Uh, probably not. I, I don't really know. I, I would assume that Richardson probably needs a little more time to be acclimated. They, they haven't had too much practice time, but maybe maybe they do, they, they do get spot minutes. And, and Langford as well. I know that he's been dealing with some injuries tonight, but the, the real exciting thing about taking on Oklahoma City is Josh Giddy. But first, we'll talk about them in a bit, but we need to uh, know ourselves. Know yourself. I was running through the six now, as the you know, oh, the, the, the no, Spurs didn't trade any starters per se. Derek White Derek was an was starter. starter. I, yeah, but we've had some rotational. Yeah, I'll give him that. But we're trying to fill that. And I came in thinking it was going to be Lonnie, and it wasn't. Lonnie was the first guy off the bench who offered that offensive punch, and I, I liked that. Uh, and I think uh, McDermott played quite well. So given what we saw, that's what we expect to see from here on out. That it'll be Lonnie providing that uh, Patty Smith, Patty Smith. Patty Mills, <laughs> oh, where that came from. Patty Mills' offensive punch, uh, defensive orientation will be more important with the longer guys playing in the starting five with Devin Vassell. Is that how we feel is going to go? I think so. It just seems like that's just naturally the rotation that Greg Popovich likes right now, and I like the way that Devin Vassell's been playing, even though he 
scored five points in the last game. He's done a really great job just defensively. And the Spurs, when they played against the Bulls the last game, I think they played really good defense with the exception to the fourth quarter where they gave up the lead. And they were basically, Doug McDermott said in the last show, or the last uh, post-game press conference, that DeMar DeRozan was unguardable in that situation, even though the Spurs were double-teaming him. And I think they played pretty good defense up until that point. Um, It was just a situation where DeMar DeRozan was unguardable, and the Spurs really need to find a player that is clutch in those moments. And uh, they proved that night that they gave up that lead, that they need to find somebody who is a super clutch player. DeMar DeRozan, he screams clutch. Um, The Spurs haven't really found that person yet. But I think Lonnie Walker is a great player coming off the bench um, for the past three games ever since Derek White's been gone. First game, he only had three points. Uh, He only had two points, I'm sorry. Second and third game, coming off the bench, he was in the double digits. So I like the idea of Lonnie Walker finding his identity as a sixth man at the moment and being able to give some relief to uh, WSL and just being able to rotate the players out that way. So that's how I like them. You know, I agree. Also, the other thing Rob and I have gone back and forth about CT is Zach Collins. Now, I think both of us would like to, there to be a situation where they start him alongside a Pirtle, but at the same time, I see the coaching staff working like we got to need a big when when these guys need a blow. So if you start them together, then you know who are you who are you bringing off the bench? Is it going to be Eubanks, whatever? So I see why they keep Zach on the bench because like okay, at some point Pirtle needs a break. Zach will be there with along with Lonnie and the other guys. So I, I kind of get it. We didn't get to see. I get it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go I get it too. I mean, I get it too. I see exactly why. I mean, just based off how they've been playing their rotations this year, usually Drew Eubanks comes off the bench when Yaka Pertle needs a break. So I do see them utilizing Zach Collins in that same fashion. For Zach Collins, they did say that he needs a little bit more development. He even said that so himself. So I think this way that they're playing him right now off the bench is the perfect way to get him into the rotation, getting acclimated with the Spurs system and um, moving forward. Hopefully if he you know, becomes better, I mean, he had nine points in 18 minutes. I think he's a great player. Um, just, I mean, I think he's ready to play more than anybody. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if maybe he'll be a starter one day, but I don't see it right now. Let's find out about uh, the Oklahoma City Thunders as they're coming, uh, you know, uh, racing to the bottom as well. Let's find out about them knowing our enemy. Know your enemy. Well, when you think Oklahoma City, uh, the first name that comes to mind, of course, is Shea Gilgis Alexander. Not me. Rudy J's favorite player out of Kentucky. Can't stand that dude. He is literally all they've had lately. I'm a fan of Lugans Dort. I I like saying the name one, but I think that guy is built like a fire plug. And when he gets hot, he's fun to watch. I like Giddy. That's it. But there is Josh Giddy, the guy that has lived up to the expectations. Finally, we're seeing a guy with a total European game being effective on a team. And I... I think this will be one of those that Giddy will might end up being the only gold that they're able to mine out of all these draft picks. The youngest player in history to get a trip dip in the garden. You see what happens when you yeah. let the youth play and learn on the job? Well, you also uh, have I know I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just trolling. You know, I'm just trolling K-Dot over there. 
Darius Baisley as, as well is one of those young players that they're trying to figure out if he's going to be a long-term fix. It's it's interesting when I look at the roster that uh, they've managed to put together with all these draft picks, yeah, and it, it is ahead. a veritable G League who's who. They haven't really gotten in there. I like Trey, man. I think there's some future, some future there. Derek Favors. I like man. Too. Jeremiah Robinson Earl might be a player in the long term for him, but. When I look at this roster, they're so far away from where they want to be. I don't want to follow that path. When all those people talk about Team Tank, worst-case scenario is Oklahoma City with all of these draft picks and really nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you guys. I think when I look at the bottom of the barrel, I'm looking at the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I do see that they are focusing on the youth at the moment. Josh Giddy is also my favorite player right now. Um, he's the one assuming the primary ball handling responsibility right. for Oklahoma City at the moment. And he's just showing how much he can step up as that role player um, when Shai Gilgis Alexander went down. So I think watching him play and just seeing the way that they performed, they were, they've been one and one in this series with the Spurs and they both won at home. So this game is going to be at home for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So Maybe they'll have the, you know, whatever it takes to win tonight. But I don't necessarily see that happening. I like the way that the Spurs are playing right now uh, without the veterans. And I like the way Lonnie Walker's been playing off the bench. Just being able to hold on to that lead in the fourth quarter is going to be really important for the Spurs to come off with a win tonight. And then, of course, creating points off turnover. So it'll be really interesting to see their final. I don't know if this is the Oklahoma City's final game. They've already played twice. I think this might be their It final. is. It's both the Spurs and the it Thunder's is. last game okay. before the All-Star break. So oh, okay. it'll, it'll give him a chance. Oh, okay, perfect. With, with that in okay. mind, uh, I'm seeing that Gilgis will not be playing tonight. Neither will um, um, uh, a couple of bench guys as well. You're not going to see them. And I have a feeling this is one of those getaway games before everybody's got a little bit of a vacation. Dude, it's hard to work on the last day before vacay. There'll be some blowouts tonight. <laughs> Nobody works yeah. on their last day before vacation. Nobody. Nobody. Like, I feel like my brain goes into autopilot before (laughs) vacation. So I'm pretty sure one of the players on the team, they all know that they're not going to make the playoffs. Well, at least the Oklahoma City Thunder is it. Somebody's going to be on autopilot. And I think the Spurs could come up with a win because of that mentality. (laughs) Now, last time before we talked to you, it was was Valentine's Day. Did you get what you wanted? I mean, um, I got what I wanted from a dinner perspective. Um, but, you know, when it comes to, like, the bedroom perspective. No, whoa, whoa, I didn't say whoa, that. Whoa. I thought I was meaning gift. Oh, whoa, traveling, double dribble, CT. I'd, we good. Yeah, that day. Hey, whoa, I'm talking about a, a real gift, like, that you go purchase at the store. Oh, okay. Not. Okay, because to me, that's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> what? That escalated quickly. <laughs> Lord have mercy. CT, you're not on with Jimenez. Now, Jimenez might ask you that. He's nosy. Me, Carl, Rob, we're good. I don't need to. Hey, did you get a gift that you buy? <laughs> Damn. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's not even nine. You ever watch Barbershop No Rap before 12? No bedroom before nine. <laughs> so what did you get? I know what household y'all are running. Yeah, no, yeah, we don't do that before nine in the, on the show anyway. You know, one of the things, uh, let me pivot real quick. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that I'm going to be very interested to watch over the next couple of games is when we made the deal with the Celtics. 
We made a deal with two comparable systems, with Ime and, and Pop. Yes. And we noticed that Derek White step onto the court with Boston just yeah. about immediately, and it looks like he's in the right place at the right time. I wouldn't be surprised to see the, the Celtics that came our direction play a little bit quicker than we're accustomed to. I wouldn't be surprised to see Romeo Langford and Josh Richardson get some minutes earlier because they've been in a semblance of the system, especially Josh Richardson. So as yeah, we're waiting for these guys oh, true. to play, I think it might be a little bit quicker than we're accustomed to. I think it worked out for up to this point. CT has worked out for both sides. What do you think? I think so, too. Um, I like, well, I saw that blog about Derek White saying that he was, you know, a bad look for the Celtics. And I think that's unfair because his flight hadn't even landed, and he scored in the double digits his first two games. So as far as Derek White's concerned, coming off the bench, he's been playing really well for them. Um, I did, I do think that the Spurs did get a lot um, in regards to that trade. They got the draft pick for mm-hmm. 2022, in addition to the players. So I feel like um, it worked out for the both of them. So I mean, I think the Spurs are focused full blown for the draft and the youth and all that stuff and this is perfect right up their alley so i think both of them won i give the spurs a b on the trade grade so that's where i'm at a b okay a b is not bad well it's not bad it's not an f it seemed like for whatever reason lonnie lonnie and Dejounte look like for whatever reason and i'm not saying this is i'm not knocking Derek. i liked Derek. i wasn't in love with Derek. But things opened up more for both of them since Derek has been gone. There's only been a hand; it's not even been a handful yet. But Lonnie seems more open, and Dejounte seems like he's more free flowing as well. That's what uh, Jimena said, and I agree with him. I agree with you guys. Okay, uh, Jimena was saying something very similar to that, and I didn't think of it that way until you guys told me directly. But I agree with you guys in the sense that Lonnie Walker does have more ball handling. It, with the team is able to flow more freely instead of just getting shots right off the bat. Yeah. He gets it. I can't. I, I still think he's destined to get some starters minutes. Let's figure out who's playing. <laughs> Let right. it go, uh, Rob. I, I'm telling you. Let I, it I believe, go, Rob. If, when it happens, exactly. I stand up. <laughs> when and if. Who's hurt, CT, on both sides? What we got? Well, let's look at what well, I've on the Thunder. On the Thunder is everybody. Um, everybody. Spurs injuries, Trey Jones is doubtful. He has a uh, knee issue. Devontae K. Cock is out. Two-way Z League. Joe Weisskamp out. Two-way Z League. That's it for the Spurs. Thunder injuries, Shy Gilgis Alexander is out with his ankle. Mike Muscala. 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 I, really bad. Muscala. Jeez, you see, I tried. It's okay. It's worth the effort. Good, good effort. You're not a play-by-play play person. Yeah. That's, That's not, not an easy one yeah. at all. I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah Robinson, uh, Jordan is out, and Waters is out to a G League. So those are the injuries for tonight. But I think the main one is Shai Gilgis Alexander. He kills us. Now, I, I'm a question for both of you. Okay. They're, they're heading into the All Star break. They're going to get a, a second nice long break. They just had five days off. That's right. You got, you got an Oklahoma City team on the road. You've split home and home. You're going to have some time off. If I'm Pop or if you're Pop, do you go hard tonight? Do you bring everybody and everybody going to get minutes? Or do you treat it kind of like a getaway game? Your backups, see if my backups can beat your backups. No, you play all out. You play all out. This yeah. Every every time they go out and play with a team this young is a learning experience. So, yeah, you got Tim, Tony, Manu, Kawhi. Like, hey, y'all, let's, let's just get out of here healthy. Uh, don't, don't don't be diving into the stands. We just want to get out of here healthy, go get some rest. But with a young team like this, you go, you know what, to the wall and try to get um, 
try to get your W and try to learn and keep playing the right way. I'd go the same way. 48 minutes, man. Let's put our foot yeah. on their throat and put them to bed early. I want them to go into the All-Star break feeling good about themselves as they round the corner, finish up the rodeo road trip, and head into the uh, play-in scenario yeah. as we go. She is Carolina T. Go ahead. Oh, 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 let me say, Pop did make comments that he said if he's taking his team on purpose and forcing them not to win, he's doing them a disservice with their development. He said something similar to that nature. Don't quote me exactly. But um, I think he's going to go hard in the paint, especially, you know, if I'm Pop, I want to get my three wins sooner than later. So everybody's going hard in the paint until I get my three wins, then we can take a break. Amen. <laughs> I think well, that's where they all stand. Carolina Teague, our Spurs Good insider. Stuff. Shoot around as we hit it every game day. Thanks for stopping by, Carolina. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. See you guys in the break's over. Peace. Have a good one. Peace. Carolina Teague will be back next week after the All-Star break is concluded. Remember, you can catch all the All-Star action right here on San Antonio Sports Talk because that's what we do.